It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. Hey, I'm Sarah Roberto. Sarah Roberto, you're my friend. You're my friend. And hence you're here. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm delighted. I mean, this is pretty exciting. Um, I'm excited that Catherine Frady will eventually come back. But in She's the interim, awesome. in the interim, I've had some of my absolute pals sitting in on the show, and thank you for being here. I invited myself, in truth. That's the best part. I did. You know why? That's why I love, <laughs> really, I mean, and hello, other friends. Um, Invite yourself onto the show. It works. It's so much easier on me, because I fear rejection. I, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm so terrified, like when I'm texting um, Kira or Sarah or Tala, saying, can you come on and do the <laughs> show with me? And they all said yes, thank goodness. But um, I'd be crushed. If uh, if someone said no, <laughs> I saw all the cool stuff that was going on on Instagram, and I was like, I got to be a part of that. So yes. I reached out and said, How can I get on the show? And then you had no. Then you were probably very surprised when I said, <laughs> Here's a specific date and time. Please come. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to be here. It's awesome. Good, 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 good. Well, uh, we do put on the show. We do have our Frank and Friends merchandise. Oh, yes. For example, the uh, the designer mugs. Uh, the uh, the fabulous uh, red, um, well, it's available in all colors, but this is my hoodie. Can I get bright pink? Yeah. Yeah, Sword. I've got, ton- I mean, <laughs> I, I checked every box on the merch store. Yeah. I figured, I don't care. Um, I, I, when I first started making the merch, I thought, well, it should only be in these colors because they go with my logo. And then I thought, who cares? I just need to sell merch. Variety. Right. I, if if someone's going to, if you're going to buy a bucket hat, I, I don't, I think they're hideous, but if you want to buy the bucket hat, it's on there. I, I made it. It's, buy it. Do people wear bucket hats in 2022? Is that a thing? I've heard, well, you wouldn't know because you've been out of the house in three years, but That's I've true. heard, or two years, however long it's been. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that bucket hats are on the rebound. Bucket hats are back. I think about bucket hats in the context of like late 90s Britney Spears. Yes. That's what I think about. Yeah? Yeah. And Justin Timberlake and... Oh, yeah. Wait, who wore a bucket hat? Brittany? I feel like she did. Okay. That's what I'm remembering. Well, I... I, But it's been a long time since the 90s, so I could be forgetting. Well, all right. Well, you should get a bucket hat for your whole family. You know, get one for the dog, get one for the the husband. Just lounge outside. Yeah. So let's introduce you then, Sarah. I mean, I know all about you, so I don't really have much I thought everybody knew me, so we could just kind of skirt right past it. (laughs) Well, let's... Nobody knows who I am. (laughs) Well, no, you think people... I do. You've been on TV uh, over the years because you've been a marketing uh, and public face of the Tennessee Valley Fair. For yeah, that's how for we like met. Six years. And that would, would have been going back to when. Um, so I left that role in 2016, and I have so to say that going was, back to 29 or 10, right? 20. Yeah, I started in in 2010. Okay. Yeah. Oh, seems like a. Forever ago. Well, it was 12 years. Yes. <laughs> it was a hot minute ago. What you do is you take the current year <laughs> you and you subtract. Okay. So the thing you got to know about me is I'm not good at math. This That's is fine. I'm, I'm, I, I don't think that I am, except when occasionally these little pearls pop out. Um, so you and I met because I was working in media yeah. and you were working in media relations. So yeah. therefore you had to relate with goobers like me. No, it was the. I was about to say the fair was the best job ever. Yeah, it was the best job job ever. I work in corporate America now. Yes, which I enjoy, but it's just not. It's not the same. Not but at some same. point, I had to like make money for retirement. Oh, uh, so, well, working for a nonprofit is not the way to. Uh, you know, one of my good friends told me, uh, you know, do the corporate thing for a little while in your forties and fifties, and then have your passion project when you retire. And I think that that's something that. Welcome to the Frank and Friends Show. <laughs> <laughs> my passion project. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so, okay. Um, and I, I guess I was one of the many, uh, 
you know, radio. Many media partners. That we would, uh, you'd have to put up with. But you know, you were the best. You were the easiest to work with. Me personally or you my personally, station? You personally. Well, that's nice to know. Yeah. Because that's one thing I was thinking about. I was thinking about, I, in the course of my media career, had, have met dozens of people like you. Yeah, you, I think you've known all of them. But not you just with them I mean, in some way or another. Not just at the fair, but at, at all these different other nonprofits. I, I mean, that's one of my things that I enjoyed about being at broadcasting is that I got to drop in and and participate in some nonprofit event yeah. for a little bit of a while, or some nonprofit organization. You know, you end up going to yeah. a few meetings and you make a few suggestions. I think you did. You've been a part of like all the nonprofits in Knoxville. From a lot. my recollection, there's been a few. There's been a lot, and we can talk about you know how you. Drag me into the leukemia. I was definitely going to talk about that. Right. <laughs> Man of the year 2017 over here. Yeah. Because of her. You, so that, but the odd thing is that I, can't, I don't know that many other, I, I can't off the top of my head, and I apologize if I'm missing someone, can't off the top of my head think of someone else whom I met in that professional capacity mm-hmm. who I'm still friendly with, who I can still call and chat. Oh. And every time we talk, it's always like, well, that was 45 minutes. We probably should hang up yeah. at some point. <laughs> I'm chatty. Yes. And I just genuinely like you, so that's good, too. And I genuinely like you. <laughs> so that's so that's there for. Yeah. So I'm not the fair girl anymore, which is kind of sad. I miss it. I honestly miss it every day because it was just the best. It was one of the well, best I would say you're still time. above average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get right down to it. <laughs> this is true. But I, I love that role and served a couple of other nonprofits mm-hmm. along the way. And now I'm working for a big company called CGI which is a tech company. It sounds like they should make uh, special effects for movies. It does sound that way. But that's not what they do. That's not what they do. do. They're a huge company. So while we're on the Tennessee Valley Fair topic, you pulled up to the house, and I guess you hadn't been here before. No, I've never been. Ponderosa. I thought we invited you to something. You did, and I missed it because I'm a bad person. All right. Well, you and I had um, different experiences during the past two years. Yes, where yeah. you stayed home. I did at your house. I worked from home a lot. And I, I went to Pigeon Forge and I went to Gatlinburg and I did. You saw it all. I did everything. <laughs> I just was out there. I figured, you know what? I'm going to build up my immunity in a different way. Yes, we have to choose our own paths, right, Murphy? So that's okay. what I did. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you got here, you said, "Oh my gosh, you really do live close to my former Tennessee Valley Fair coworker, Shanna." And I said, yeah, I've got stories about Shanna. It's like two doors down. And you Is said... Is she going to care that we talk about her? Only if she watches. <laughs> I don't think she'll watch it. I, I seriously, I highly... We, she, I took some of her chocolate bombs on one of the shows. Oh, and okay. hot chocolate things, and they were delicious. I don't yes. even think she watched that episode. Okay, the thing you have to know about Shanna is she is the most creative person I've ever met. Yeah. Biggest heart of anybody I've ever met, most creative person I've ever met. Well, I've told about her. I don't She's know incredible. We realize that it's the same person when I talk about she has a peach tree. And I asked if I could have some of her peaches. Not that I needed the peaches. I wanted the pits. So she's so sweet. She went and picked some of the rotten peaches off the ground, cleaned them off, and Mm -hmm. put the peaches in a baggie for me so that I could try planting them. And I'm sad to say that the two of them sprouted but then subsequently died. But it was a worth the ex- it was worth the experiment. That's a nice. That's a very neighborly. So I will try again. I will try <laughs> to grow more peach trees in the future, and maybe I'll steal some more peach pits from Shanna. Awesome. But uh, I've I've bought her chocolate uh, hot chocolate bombs. Yes. I've taken peaches from her, and we've talked about swimming pools. Oh yeah. Because she actually grew up in this neighborhood. Yes. And then bought the house when she's um, nearby. Yeah. So she lives walking distance, I think, from her mom. I, I believe so, yes. Okay, so yeah. you, I'm asking you, like, you know. <laughs> I don't know her mom super well, but. 
but you were surprised. So she's a <laughs> lovely neighbor. She is. And um, one of the things that I find highly ironic is that she loves swimming pools like I love swimming pools. Oh, yeah. So they bought one and put it up in the yard. The people who had the house before her had a swim- in-ground <laughs> swimming pool, <laughs> which they covered in and filled in with dirt. Yeah, I get it. I understand. You're thinking about... So we have a pool at our house. Yeah, and as hor- do I. And I, mean, I love my pool. It's horrible. It's Having great. a pool is horrible. No, no, it's fantastic. No. I'm team what? no pool. I, if I could back team up no a bull, pool. <laughs> bulldozer and fill, it, and fill it full of dirt, I would. It's expensive. Yes. It's expensive. Yes. And it's expensive. It's a money pit. It's it a is, money it pit. is a literal... I mean, you know the movie with Tom Hanks, they called The Money Pit, and yes. it's like, ha it's a house, but it's not really... This is an actual pit yes. in the ground. This is a yes. literal hole in the ground that you, put water in. that you just constantly are putting in yeah. stuff to it. You have yeah. to constantly add water. And keep it clean. You have to add chemicals. Sanitary. You have to uh, filter it. You have, and then, then when you're not putting stuff into it, you have to be constantly pulling things out of it. That was my next thing. What's really sad is pulling out the tiny little mice, yeah. snakes... Which are well, not so, whatever. well, my wife hates mice, so I, I tell her. But they're it's, so cute. They're yeah. full of disease, but they're adorable. But they, they get in that when they get in the house. It's um, we've had mice in our house too. It's not fun. Yeah. So that yeah. way, I tell Jerry. It's I said I found another mouse that didn't get inside. <laughs> that you should get bonus points for that. They drown, especially you, after the rain. They just get swept right in, and they drown. And we found all kinds of weird things in our skimmer basket. What'd you get? We found squirrels. We found oh. snakes. We found okay. frogs. Now the frogs are cool. Well, the but frogs are cool. If you leave them in there too long, they get bleached from the chlorine. Oh yeah. yeah well, we have saltwater pool. Which means we're bougie. <laughs> Is the water actually salty? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so you're using the. But I have a pool boy, so I don't really know. This is, it's <laughs> I'm pulling your leg. I don't have a pool boy. Well, I, I don't take care well, of. Well, wait. I see. I know where you live. Because I yes. came to a Super Bowl party at your house. My house is not my fault, though. I married into that house. Okay, you married a very successful um, lawyer slash politician. I know. I love telling people that. I meet people. And, Hi, I'm Sarah. What does your What does your husband do? I'm like, he's a lawyer. And then I pause for dramatic effect and say, politician, and watch people go, uh huh. <laughs> and then they and then they say, let's see, your last name is Roberto. <laughs> oh, <laughs> often, often I, that's you know with work, so it's not somebody that's from here, so they have no context in okay. the last name or anything. Okay, but it is funny to watch people's reactions. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that. And I think I was, of course, you know, your husband's on the city council, and I'm like, yeah, all right. Oh, he's vice mayor. Now. But I knew him before he was a yeah. politician, so to me, he's no big deal. To me, he's still just Andrew the lawyer. He is just Andrew. And um, when we came to the Super Bowl party pre-pandemic times, oh yeah. I was more excited to meet his genius scientist father. Okay, yes. His dad is so much cooler than anybody else in the family. <laughs> Dr. Roberto. Dr. Dr. James Roberto, yes. So he is retired now from R&L, but yeah. he founded the Element Tennessee. Yeah. On I mean, the periodic table. He's got, he's, he's got credit for... He's so cool. I guess discovering it. I mean, it existed. So someone had to discover yes. it and identify it and blah, blah, blah. Whatever science it. wizardry. Right, so it's on the periodic table, and that's why it's called Tennessee. Is because Dr. Roberto and the ORNL boys could name it anything they wanted. One time I actually, he came over to the house and I asked, okay, explain this to me in a very basic, mm-hmm. easy way for me to understand. Like in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. And after about 30 seconds, I just accepted the fact that I'm dumb. <laughs> it's very <laughs> I did, extreme. I did not understand. Extreme high level. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I run the, do the Scholars Bowl program and when I get into some of these areas 
I either have to just nod and smile, mm-hmm. or I have to call my son and have him explain it to me. Yep. <laughs> um, because there's this there's this part where you have to do the electron configuration of elements, and the kids I say these words and I don't. I, when the first time I did it, I'm like, this is this, this is gibberish. I don't understand. I don't know what this means. And I'm and the kid goes to me, oh well, it's one s two, two s two, two three, two p three. I'm like, and I'm looking at the answer. I'm like. Everything, it's sorcery. What he says is the same. <laughs> See, this is how I've always felt in math class. We were talking earlier about adding. I can't add. I can't subtract. I, yeah. I, I just can't. I use my calculator to like do a tip. But then I call my son. I said, what is this? 1S2, 2S2, 2P3, whatever it is. He says, oh, well, what you're actually doing is you're reading the, lo- the columns and the lines of the periodic table. That's all it is, is you're counting. Oh, okay. And, the, and the, this, you go here, and this is this, and this is this. That's all it is. Yeah. So if you can picture the periodic table in your head, whatever element I say, you just you're basically giving me its address. Like, oh, well, that's not that okay, hard. Okay, that's not that difficult. That's pretty cool, actually. I learned something today. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was exciting for me to meet uh, oh, your father-in-law, awesome. yeah. the uh, the ORNL scientist. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I want to mention though before uh, I have a few topics to share with you, and I know you do as well. Oh gosh. Um, today. Are we talk about my dog. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got you for two episodes, right? Yeah. So we'll definitely talk about your your dog has a TikTok. My dog has a TikTok. All right, that makes me ill. Um, <laughs> or later today, I've been at home for two years. What do you want from me, Frank Murphy? I had to entertain myself. Uh, later today, I'm going to be in Sevierville <laughs> because I don't stay home. <laughs> I'm going to be reading a children's book to uh, whoever shows up at the um, oh, that's awesome. King Family Library in Sevierville. I've been there. Okay. It's a great place. Well, I've never. And they're, su- they're such friendly people. Maybe you can give me directions. Uh, we can map quest it. Yeah. Map quest. <laughs> Do people say map quest? No. Right? No. No me? one says map quest. Okay. They say, what would you say? I mean, do you? I <laughs> See, when I think map quest, I think when I started in radio, you would, no, started in radio, you had to actually have maps. But, but yes. more recently, you would go to MapQuest and you'd have to print out yeah. the, and staple the directions. And try to read And it. you'd be driving in the van you know, with, this, yeah. with these directions. No, I, I use, <laughs> um, I'm a Google Maps partisan myself. Yeah, I guess that would be the technology of the last 15 years, right? Ways. More so. Apple Maps. Yeah. Remember when we had the Garmin the GPS that we would stick it up in our car? Um, I knew people who had those, yeah. but I was always too cheap. They were expensive. It. They were like yeah. So I would, I would be the MapQuest guy, or to the point where um, I would have maybe the phone, and you try to jack the phone in there. There you go. To give you the directions. Yeah. And then I would get irritated at the voice, so I changed it to like an Irish accent. Yes, it's got to be a funny accent. And then I got irritated with it, so I just turned it so that it's silent now. Okay. Uh, but I also have it where it plugs in, and it shows up on the dashboard now in the newer car. Yeah. So it's nice. Um, get you where you're going. And then the trick, of course, is... To before you leave is search for wherever you're going and then close it out and then you send recent searches when you and you just boop. Yeah, so anyway, that's yeah. I I'm like that with Starbucks. Map, what was I map questing? Oh, the King Family Kings Library. Says, I so that I can read uh, the case of the thoughtful thief, chapter eight, the Missy Barrett chapter book. It's like a little, yeah. you know, mystery. That's neat though. You've got a voice for that. Well, also, Chapter 8, um, it was where Missy Barrett goes to the island in Pigeon Forge and spots a certain Mr. Frank Murphy of PBS Scholars Bowl. You're in the book? Yes, that's why I'm going. That's why I'm, I'm not going to read some other person's chapter. I mean, <laughs> Realizations. <laughs> no, I'm in How the book. How fun. I'm in the book. And this is a much more pleasant experience than the time I was in Adam Carolla's book. So um, I'm afraid to ask what Adam Carolla wrote about you. Um, he was, I just remember him from Love... 
Love, Love Line? Line? Yeah. yeah. Dr. Drew. Yeah. That's yeah. him. Yeah, well, he that. was irritated that I um, delayed his entry into show business by, by my calculations, 48 hours. So wait, you're telling me you had the ability to prevent Adam Carolla from being famous? <laughs> show because, business. Because if that's the case, you did us a big disservice by not preventing him. Preventing him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay. Not great. Well, I'm in the book. If you find, find his book, and I'm the villain in the book. Oh, there are worse things, Frank Murphy. <laughs> because um, we were, it's, yeah, I've told the story before. You can find it on, also I told it on the, the Quitters Never Give Up podcast about how um, he was anxious. He was champing at the bit to get into the radio station and, and meet up with Jimmy Kimmel mm. and uh, teach boxing. And it was for a stunt we were doing. But I was planning the, all of the other elements of the stunt. And having Adam come in as somebody's boxing coach was not number one on the priority list. It okay. was, you know, getting a boxing ring, getting all the other elements that were involved. So I put his message aside and figured I'd call him later in the week. And he blew a gasket and showed up outside the radio station and waited for Jimmy to go to the bathroom. So kind of like a jealous girlfriend. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> speaking of books, you could listen probably, I haven't looked to see if he's on there, but I'm assuming he's one of the tens of thousands of titles at audible.com. Ooh, I love Audible. Well, I would like, well, since you've already signed up, you can't really help me, but um, <laughs> if you've got a friend, ask them to please use the code audibletrial.com slash show okay. for the you know tens of thousands of audiobooks and other titles, plus um, new exclusive audio material just for Audible. And there's podcasts, including our show, is on there. And you can listen in the car, you can listen in the house, you can listen locked up in your room for two years, yeah, whatever it is. It's just you- convenient. So tell me about you listening to audio. Well, okay, so Audible really got me through the initial part of my MBA journey when I went back to school at like 40. Were you listening to textbooks? Yeah. Really? They assigned us these, like, the autobiography about Steve Jobs. Yeah. That sucker is long. I mean, that thing is this big. Yeah. So I spent like... Who read it? Well, I don't... I don't remember. (laughs) I mean, because I'm I'm wondering, who reads your autobiography? Because isn't he dead? Oh, yeah. Okay. It wasn't him. It was somebody right. else. I, right. I'm not sure who did it. Okay. But it was very helpful because, you know, I could like, do the laundry and yeah. still listen. And who would you want to have read your autobiography? Mm. I mean, because the certain vanity... The wheels are turning. You think you want to do it yourself. Well, anyway, there's tons no. of things. And my advice is when you use our code at audibletrial.com slash show, you get one credit for one free fr- download during that first 30-day trial. During the first 30 days, there's you, you just check it out, use it as much as you can, and each month you would normally get a credit for a download that you keep. You literally oh, awesome. take take it as an MP3. You don't like you could you, if you're a regular member, you wouldn't worry about that. You would just stream it and listen to it like any other streaming yeah. service. But if you wanted, you could actually hang on to it, keep Forever. that MP3. So my advice is find the longest book you can. <laughs> and then you always have something else. <laughs> yeah, find you know, some seven, eight hour, ten hour tome, and uh, <laughs> use that. Use your credit on downloading that. So who's somebody with a really crazy voice? Because you kind of stumped me on that. Well, I'm, a lot of them just recently passed. Like Gilbert Gottfried oh, recently no. passed away. Uh, but I would I be funny to that. hear that uh, hear him read your life story. He's a, he's a great one. Uh, but that's about. And one last thing is, uh, it keeps your place. You know, as you would know, if yeah, you're listening on your phone. Yeah, pause is free. It's really convenient. Yeah, yeah. So you can pick up right where you left off. How do you tell it to pause? I don't know. It's been a minute since All I right. used that. Because also, I use it on uh, Amazon Echo. Oh yeah, yeah. So I actually verbally tell say Alexa. to pause. 
Be careful. She's always listening. She's always listening. Do you know I just bought a new car and it listens to me as well? It has that built into it. I bought myself a car for my birthday on Friday. Oh. I just walked right in I, I, in this market. Like, I like did a remember genius. to send you a text on your birthday. <laughs> you did. And I just walked in and bought myself a car. And the car like listens to you. It's kind of creepy. Like You just say its name and yeah. then you start talking to is it. Is it a Siri car or is it an Alexa car? No, it's, it's you say Mercedes. <laughs> I work in tech, Frank Murphy. I've never had anything in my life. Like, let me live my life without your judgment. That's a woman's name. <laughs> a <lot> of... <laughs> oh, this is the best. <laughs> so, no big deal. You know, the car market is insane. There are no cars. Sarah's going to be driving home. Mercedes. Start the, car, start the engine for me. No, I'm dead serious. You say, Mercedes, turn on my heated seats. And they turn on. Mercedes. I could say that all day. <laughs> you could. And I don't have heated seats. I yeah. still don't have heated seats. Mercedes, turn on, you know, this radio station, and it will. I'll give you the name of my station. Yes. You should listen to that. It's late, 104.9 Lake FM. Yes. So make, try it. It'll be the number one on all right. there. Okay. Because I like the music it plays. I love the old, old school well, for me, old school, oldies. In the 80s, when I was a kid. Because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not young anymore. Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead, rub it in. <laughs> not yet. Go ahead, the, the 80s, I just, when, I, when I was I, working in Top 40 Radio playing these songs the first time. Go ahead. When I was in elementary school. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, a, just a wee little girl. Uh, I love that music. Well, all right. So now you're so advanced. Now you've got a talking car and I a do. TikToking dog. I have a TikToking dog. So we are, I, there's a caveat here. So when you say your dog has a TikTok, you think, oh, 100,000 followers, half a million followers. I am breaking the internet with like 12 followers on my dog's TikTok <laughs> um, because we why? just started it. Well, first of all, why <laughs> do dogs have TikToks? My dog is adorable. Okay. Why do dogs have Facebook pages? <laughs> Because it, okay, the, the better answer is that it brings happiness to people. Think Does about your dog ha- have a Facebook page too? No, my dog doesn't have a Facebook page, just a TikTok. Okay, why would someone's dog send yeah. me a friend request on Facebook? Because they want to fill your life with happiness and sunshine. There's so much divisive nonsense on the internet. Why That's not fine. have something nice and That's cute? That's fine, but it's a puppy. I don't, it's, it's a puppy doing cute things. And you can put little voiceovers on it. Yeah, but the only and thing. And it's I- like, do you think I'm cute? <laughs> And then he blinks his eyes because my dog has very long eyelashes. What kind of dog is it? So he's a Kavapoo. Because <laughs> diet. He what? <laughs> he is a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel mixed with a poodle. He's can a I fuzzy Google, little. Can I just Google this little little monster. So well, you'll probably, why do I bother? I can just you can yeah, actually just so show me a picture of the actually, actual dog. Yeah, so I have many, probably just pull up his TikTok. Why don't you give us his name? I have his name is what's his TikTok name? His name is Baby Bear. Show, show that baby bear. Baby bear. Baby bear. All right. He is twelve pounds of fluff and love. Is that and his uh, Instagram name? At twelve pounds of fluff and at love. At good boy, baby bear. Okay. At good boy, baby bear. I'm surprised that wasn't already taken. He is an AKC registered certified good boy. Yes. <laughs> Blast what he is. He's a good boy. He's my child. It, it. He's he's as much my child as if I birthed him. I did not. But I really like my dog. That's so many point. questions that I can't ask right now. <laughs> I've been at home for two years. How this close are happened. you to this dog? This is We're very close. He, uh-huh. he works with me every day. He has a little bed. Mm-hmm. And when I'm working away on my computer, he's sleeping. Yeah. Like 18 hours a day. How old is he? He's 10 months old. Okay, so he's growing. Is he, yeah. He's going to get bigger. Puppy sleep. No, I think he's probably, he's like 12 pounds. I think he's probably done. Cavapoo. Yeah. 
What does the cava stand for? Says the Cavalier. Oh, the okay. Spaniel. All right. Yeah. He's a non-shedding dog. He doesn't shed. We have allergies really bad. Oh, that's good. So we can have like, oh. look, we'd love to have like a cat. Can't have a cat. They my, my father wanted to get a, a dog year, when years ago when I was in high school. And um, we also <laughs> went to the trouble of doing AKC registration because we thought yeah. that was cool. Uh, but he picked out this beautiful Siberian Husky puppy. Yeah. Misreading the instructions. He told my mother that the Siberian Huskies don't shed. Oh, yeah, no. It's the opposite. It's it the is. Opposite. It, it is so far from the. It is so far from the truth. Clouds of fur. Yeah. Yeah. Which is there's nothing wrong with that if you're not like miserably like sneezing and clawing your eyes. And out we didn't. Have, I mean, no. We just we just had hair just hair. constantly everywhere. It's like tumbleweeds of hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but other than that, she was you know it seemed like above average intelligence. This dog we had. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm talking about this dog, and I feel a little bad because I feel remiss. I, every every other pet I've always had, I've always adopted. So you can kind of get me on that. I did purchase this dog. Oh, was he in the trunk of your Mercedes? <laughs> no. <laughs> it came, came with the car? I, no, I had a Honda Accord before this, thank you very much. Okay. And a normal car. <laughs> I saved my baby. I'm not, I, 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 <laughs> but you I, should adopt, is my point. You okay. should always but I adopt. Also, I'm just enjoying the fact that, you know, I've known you from, well, you know, I'll say it's... 12 years. Oh, maybe hard time, not hard times, because you never, yeah. you know, but I mean, we we, talk, we would talk about career moves and trying to, I think I was a reference for you on some job. Oh, for several. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had like 14 jobs during the pandemic. So, but in the course of the, all these years, these 12 years that we've known each other, I am trying to justify the the Sarah that I knew in 2010. If I could have told you then, oh, hang yeah. on, dear, you're going to get yeah. a cavapoo with a TikTok, mm-hmm. and you're going to have a nice car, yeah, and my a, first and, nice car ever, and a successful, high paying job, yeah, which are things you were dreaming about. But part of it is you worked your ass off. You got um, the MBA. I did. I did. That was the best thing I ever did. It was really, really hard. Because people, you know, after you work like 40 or 50 hours a week, who wants to get up at 6 a.m. and like go to school all day on Saturday and then that's Tuesday nights? That's what I did for like two years. Okay. So all of this, yeah. these, you're, you're now, these are the spoils. You've, you've earned all of these rewards. Yeah. And I also just think, like, I'm just really lucky too. <laughs> I mean, I'm just lucky. I think there's a lot of people that work really hard and don't get you know, to the yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, it depends on your choice of field. I mean, you know, Definitely, in, yeah. in broadcasting, I, I chose a field that is ultra competitive and there are so few of the high paying jobs mm-hmm. that most yeah. of us don't ever get. Most of us, you know, we like, oh, okay, we get by for a little while. Um, and then when the company tells you you still get paid too much, you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a livable by that wage. Logic, by that logic, you should be firing those two, not me. <laughs> yes. But you love what you do. And so I that's do. so important. I do. And I, yeah. I don't, and you're not, I'm not, my, talking about who you might think I'm talking about Mm -hmm. because this has happened to me at multiple stations at multiple cities at multiple times where um, my first job in Knoxville, this would have been when I was working with Phil. Yeah. Um, They came in and, uh, and said, we're firing everybody. But then they ended up hiring back half the staff at reduced salaries. So I'm like, well, I'll work cheaper than him. Which is awful. (laughs) But I didn't. Which is awful. Yeah. I hate that that happens. That's the business. And I've seen that. Yeah, it is the business. I've seen that happen in a couple of stations here locally, too. And it's it's always a big shakeup. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, well, I'll see if there's one more thing I want to want to share with you. It's depressing, right, Murphy? <laughs> but we love, we love, love like the, just the community here in Knoxville. We love our folks in radio, and we appreciate okay. you guys so much. Not just because of you know the service that you offer and and everything. It's especially when you work for nonprofits. You guys are such a lifeline for nonprofits and helping us get the word out. Well, I was very open and, and shining thing, bright light on it when I talked to. In fact, I have a, I have to send a reminds me. I got to send an email back to Helen Ross McNabb about a potential thing. But I'm always very open about it. Say, look, you guys have an event. You need publicity. You need us to talk about it on the radio and promote it. But you don't forget that you have something we need. You know, our product is invisible in broadcasting. And we need some way to get people to think about us when they're not in their car pushing buttons. We need you to be think about us when, when, in a surprising way. Like, oh, here I am at some uh, event. And that's... There's a radio station. You make these connections yes. in your brain like, I should listen to that station. More. You need many touch points to see that station over and over and over again yeah. in the community. And then they, yeah. they're they on your mind after that. So that's how that works. Great. All right. Well, uh, you stayed home and, um, and that's what you... For two years. And worked at home. Yeah. I didn't have that. I, I was considered, during the beginning of the pandemic, I was considered an essential employee. So I had papers... In case I got pulled over in my car, they gave me papers so that I had something to show the police if I got pulled over because that's how terrified everybody was. And I was going into work every day. And um, then I had another gig in Pigeon Forge and I would go there. Oh, gosh. Uh, So I would do a lot. I was doing a lot um, in the course of it. And, you know, take my vitamins and do all the things I can do. But sometimes, because I talk a lot and I've been recording Mm -hmm. since even before you got here. I'll have a little frog in my throat, or I have to do go through this um, process of clearing my throat. Yeah. So on Tuesday, I was walking to Scruffy City Hall oh, yeah. to do a show with Einstein Simplified. And now, if you can picture downtown, mm-hmm. I'm walking along Union Avenue. So I park in Locust Street Garage, and I like to walk up Union Avenue, walk up whatever road that is, oh, Walnut, yeah. and then um, Union. Uh, and you know, I'm walking to Market Square, right? Yeah. You know, I'm alone on a sidewalk. But sometimes when I'm getting <clears throat> into the mo- <clears throat> <laughs> I'll do this thing. And I have I've lately had this bad problem where I've been inhaling saliva. Because I'd be I like, especially in radio, I want to take a deep breath yeah. and try to say as many words as I can as possible. without having to breathe in. Because I got a complaint from a listener one time who said, I hate the way you breathe. So <laughs> I listen to NPR. I have that same complaint about certain people. I get it. It's not cool, but I get it. So I tried to breathe as little as possible. So and in kind of getting ready for the show, I did that thing where I was like, bah, 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 and I breathed. I was maybe doing a tongue twist or whatever I was doing. I, I breathed in and I inhaled a little bit of saliva. So now here I am. I'm walking along Union Avenue and I, the only thing you can do is cough it out. And there are people half a block ahead of me. Mm-hmm. So if I'm even with the Hotel Oliver and they're almost practically at the bell. Yeah, away from you. Okay, and I go, I cough a little bit. They turn around. <gasps> this is true. That's exactly what I was going to say. We're st- get, I'm still afraid to cough in public. I get the evil eye. Yeah. And it's the same as at church or anywhere. I, oh, you know, you hear it's the... It's scary. In fact, what I've been doing is if it's someone I know, I give them one of my Ludens. <laughs> <laughs> Are they a sponsor yet? They should be. They should be. Ludens. I You're buy, out there. buy enough of them. Yeah. But... <laughs> So if it's a friend of mine, I'll just let... I was at the um, the live Stations of the Cross. So we're outside, mm-hmm. you know, and they're reenacting the the, um, the passion of Jesus, carrying the cross along the pathway on Cedar Bluff 
at the church, and I hear one of my friends hacking up a lung, and I just sidle over to him, passing all Ludens, and we're outdoors. What difference does it make, right? He can easily step away. There's plenty of, of room. But it's still just like... People are gonna. People are looking at him like, what's yeah. wrong with him? Is he going to die? I have always been afraid to cough since coronavirus. Like, if you go into CVS, if you're in a grocery store, you just don't want to cough. You don't want to be the person coughing. Yeah, well, you heard me the other day talking about, I just was returning an item at Whole Foods, and I walk in just to, because um, they have an Amazon drop-off, like at Kohl's, and I'm just dropping a box on the counter, and they were like, get back, get back. <laughs> you're oh. diseased. They wouldn't, yeah, they, they, they went to the, as far away as they can. I mean, the counter's already more than three feet, yeah. which is really enough. But, you know, they, they, were, they decided to drop back 12 feet before I could put the box on the counter. And they were just stood back there. I'm like, <laughs> now what? Like, that's you, it. You're done. But can you, like, afford to shop at Whole Foods? No, I was just returning an You're Amazon. You are just returning. Oh, they're just an Amazon drop-off. Yeah, they own, they're owned by Amazon. It's too pricey for me. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't do it. But, yes, it is kind of... But if problem. you use your um, Amazon Prime... Um, uh, barcode. You, mm-hmm. That's like your your shopping card. You know, like when you go to Kroger. Oh, yeah. You fancy. scan you scan your Amazon barcode, and that's how you get the cents off on the items at, ah. at Whole Foods <laughs> that they're charging you double for because it's Whole. Right. Generally, yeah. <laughs> I love Whole Foods. It's just pricey. It's a little expensive. <laughs> well, we have a few of those markets around this area. Yeah, fresh markets. Yeah, expensive. Great, great places. So when you Not see cheap. when you see the Mercedes at Aldi, you'll know. <laughs> I was going to say, am I really <laughs> talking about how expensive it is to shop at Whole Foods after I'm like, I have a Mercedes and I have a pool. A I'm a normal person, I promise. <laughs> I, that's... All normal people say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a normal person. <laughs> I promise. Well, I am loving this conversation, and I'm looking forward to having you on for another episode after this. Sounds good. All right. Uh, thanks so much for uh, liking, sharing, subscribing, for shopping at our merch Ooh, store, yes. uh, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. Um, I'll remind you a couple more things. On Saturday, Frady is, Catherine Frady is driving back from hey. wherever she is, uh, Florida, Gulf Shore, mm-hmm. Florida. So nice. let's assume that she gets there in time to sing at 4 p.m. Uh, um, at the Rossini Festival. That's the plan. Oh, I love Rossini. It's the best day of the year. It's usually your birthday in some it's years. It's usually, yeah. It's like always birthday adjacent. Yeah. It's beautiful. That was another Facebook memory I had from uh, from Wednesday 2014. It was a, It came up. It was you and me at 2014. Rossini Festival. Rossini Festival. So, yeah. So good food, good times. Her birthday is April 23rd, if yeah. you, in case you didn't know. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> and uh, so, Freddie will be back singing on Saturday. Uh, you'll be here for the Tuesday show, and yeah. then at some point... Then I'll get Freddie back over here to record some uh, some shows for uh, maybe a week from today. Awesome. All right. Sarah Roberto, thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll be back to see you again uh, in a couple of days. This okay. is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Sarah Roberto. I missed my cue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never coming back on this show. No, no. This you're coming, back, you're you coming back. You're coming back on Tuesday, so we're going to try this again. It is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Sarah Roberto. And we'll talk to you again next time.